Welcome to the Evolving Accountant Podcast. We all know that some accountants can be boring, but definitely not this one. Why talk trial balances and P&L when we can get ripped jeans into the boardroom and hear business insights from people who have really walked the talk? Get ready. Here comes an all-new episode with your host, Darren Wingfield. Welcome to our second sports special bonus edition of the Evolving Accountant. Today I'm joined by John Oates, Head of Commercial at the Newcastle Falcons. Let's get straight on and let's crack on with the show. Hi John, welcome to the show. For our listeners, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you get out of bed in the morning. So I suppose why I get out of bed in the morning is because on each day I'm a very driven person and on each day I'm very keen to achieve something, whether it be in business, be it at home, uh, be it socially or um, be it with family. So it's, it's getting out of bed and, and I always have a list of things I need to achieve in that day and just love getting on with it. Okay, awesome. So can we just go into a little bit about what your career, your journey to date has been like? And sort of what made you get into rugby and involved with the Falcons? Very uh, varied career, actually. Uh, I um, started off at Loughborough Colleges, uh, where I became a PE teacher um, because I was playing rugby um, to quite a high level and uh, rugby was my passion. So I went to Loughborough, spent four years, taught for a few years um, and then uh, decided to change track and go into business. Uh, so I had married a fashion designer and um, we started off businesses and I worked as a as retrained as marketing director and worked in fashion for a, a few years. Uh, and then the opportunity came along to join the Falcons when they first went professional. Um, the uh, Rob Andrew, who I'd coached yeah. in, in a previous life, uh, was looking for somebody to help on the coaching, the very bottom level of the coaching ladder. Uh, so I joined the Falcons and within a few days was uh, working as the marketing manager and a very low-level coach. Um, and that's where my 20 years in sport started. Um, so from the Newcastle Falcons, I uh, went to Twickenham to work, went into Premiership football to work, set my own company up uh, and worked at really across uh, across all of the United Kingdom, Europe, a little bit further afield in either rugby, football, cricket, rugby league, or wheelchair basketball. Very and so, brave. <laughs> and so uh, uh, I suppose about nine months ago, I joined the Falcons to, uh, on, on, to do a little bit of consultancy around the European uh, Cup weekend, which was a huge success for the yes. region. Uh, nothing much to do with me. I was on, in the background, very much in the background. But uh, then uh, I luckily joined the Falcons at Christmas time as head of commercial. Awesome. So what does a typical day now look like for yourself? Uh, no, two days are the same, but there's this constant theme. The, the theme is for us to find more customers, uh, to retain all of the customers we have, and to upsell, cross-sell them. So it could be that we're looking for um, uh, a major sponsor, uh, and that obviously takes time and, and, and a lot of thought and a lot of preparation. 
Uh, it could be that we're trying to retain some of our customers and spending time with them explaining how how we've tried to achieve outcomes for them. Uh, and it comes in a whole range of guises from the business club. Um, we have individuals who work on specific projects, but work alongside those people. Uh, it could be the business club, it could be bringing in a business speaker, it could be looking at hospitality. So it's basically a wide range of uh, activities which are looking, focused on customers, finding more customers, retaining our existing customers, uh, and upselling, cross-selling to existing ones. Okay, you've just mentioned the business club there. That's obviously something that's just recently launched. Can we go into that a little? So the business club, uh, we launched it three weeks ago. Uh, we had over 200 people here for, I mean, that we had a speaker that we brought up from London who talked about leadership. He was an ex-SAS chap uh, and spent 28 years in the SAS and he now works as businesses comparing the leadership qualities of the, from the SAS into business. Fascinating. Um, that was our launch. Uh, we are aiming to run six events a year now, each of them quite unique in the sense that we'll have a speaker to start with. Next week's uh, club will have Dean Richards, one of the leading coaches in, in the country, talking about building a culture, a culture in the business. And then we'll have a formal networking piece for that. As the year goes through, we'll have different speakers, uh, always focusing on network. And um, we will also have some keynote speakers coming two or three major events okay. which are, we're discussing with people now and bringing people from outside the region so we're looking to connect to businesses but we're also looking to provide something for businesses be it networking or be it very interesting and informative speakers okay and i think it's worth mentioning here that this just isn't for people that's focused or enjoy the sport it's more completely separate it is just this that is, it is held is, at the ground this is very much uh, us building uh, relationships with custom with customers with businesses uh, rugby is a part of it the brand is very strong it's yes. based on rugby but it is also part of the brand is us interacting with local businesses and supporting businesses across the region and so this is very much in that in that area that's awesome so if someone wanted to get more information on the club or where's where's the best place or who's the well corporate sales if they phone if they get onto the website and phone corporate sales we'll talk to them about what we have to offer how we think we benefit businesses what we think we can do for businesses um we have very strong demographic here uh most of our 70% of our demographic is socioeconomic abc ones plus 40% of our crowd uh, either own businesses or directors of business, so it's a very strong demographic, a very good uh, uh, audience for businesses. Yes, awesome. So, just going in, you mentioned before around that sponsorship thing. The season's just around the corner. Am I right? I think first game twenty second of September away. First one at home on the 29th? Uh, yes, the twenty first and twenty ninth. Twenty first. Sorry, yes. Uh, yes, we start <coughs> away. Um, on the 21st, uh, then our first home game is against Doncaster yeah. Knights. Uh, that's the first cup game. Then our first game where we're playing in the league is the 18th of October okay. against Hartbury. Um, so there's been a huge amount of work done over the summer um, by the team. The team have been training uh, through most of the summer. Uh, we, our coaches believe they've got a stronger team than last year. 
They've had some new additions that come in, but we've had some very good young players come through. So everyone's very excited about it. Uh, from the business point of view, yes, it's looking strong. Most of our sponsors have, all of our sponsors have stayed with us. The majority of our hospitality customers have stayed with us. So it's it's looking exciting. You mentioned before, obviously, the bad news we got relegated last year, but they hope that straight coming straight back up this year, so it'll be a, a good season to be watching and winning games. Yes, it's we're looking at it as a blip. The the development of this club as a brand is a long term project. Um, we, as, as we've already said, we're not just about rugby. We work with the uh, city council and uh, NGI to bring the major games here, the European game, the launch of the Rugby League World Cups coming here in two years' time. So we're a m- big major brand, and we're just yeah. looking at it as a blip along the way. Uh, everything else is is going well. We're looking to develop to build a new stand. Our conference centre is thriving. There's 500,000 people through that every year. Our pitch, artificial pitch, sees 50,000 people on the pitch playing, and we're building a second artificial pitch because of the uh, demand for it. So we're a strong brand that's growing hard, and we're looking at it as a, a little blip. Yeah, definitely. So the, you mentioned there the second pitch. Was that designed to allow the guys additional training facilities or uh, additional match players? No, it's because of the community usage. Okay. Um, we have the, the team train on the pitch, and, and yes, to have a second pitch, we train during the day, and but it'll give much more benefit to all of the other teams that train here. We've got uh, the rugby league team here, the Thunder. Yeah. We've, we're developing a women's and ladies team. Uh, we're developing a wheelchair team, which won't play here. They'll play at the basketball centre. All right. Um, but we have many people ut- utilise it for community use, and it's just very, very successful. So we need a second pitch. Okay, and is is that where like an outreach program with the schools is involved and partly clubs around the area? Partly, we have a very strong uh, charitable base here. We have our own charity. Uh, we employ ten people full time um, for rugby union and rugby league. We have a huge amount of activity in the schools. Therefore, there are a lot of games that are played here from schools. A lot of training that takes place here. Where we also have our BTEC. Uh, college where we have 50 people taking a BTEC uh, in sport okay. uh, so they're, they're doing ac- academic studies in the morning and on the pitch in the afternoon um, so there's a huge broad range of activities that's taking place. Okay you just mentioned there the charity that's linked to the, the club um, can, can we talk a little bit about that what's, what's the, what yeah. is that? Yeah well Sport has a power. It can inspire people, it can motivate people, it can educate people. And many sports clubs have recognised the power that it has. Nelson Mandela, I think, said that uh, sport is able to make changes that nothing else can. Um, So we use that in in education, we use it uh, in in employability programmes, we use it in health programmes, we use it in eating programmes. We use it to benefit the community in which we sit. Uh, from our point of view, um, it is something that can build our brand as well. And, and, uh, and from our point of view, it can build our relationships with clubs, schools, councils, etc. So it's a, a multifaceted outcome. Final questions. Um, if we're looking at the sponsorship opportunities that a business or anyone can get involved with the team, what, what sort of things are available and 
what's the benefits? Okay. So we, we look at our, as our relationship with businesses that we can provide five outcomes. Uh, we can help, definitely help build their brand. Mm-hmm. Um, there's everything from locally, regionally and nationally. Um, that's from everything from our TV to our social media. Our social media, we have 100,000 uh, contacts. Um, so we can help a company build its brand. We can help it find new customers if their customers correlate to our demographic. Uh, a lot of people, for instance, do a match day sponsorship where they, uh, they're able to promote to everybody in the ground. Uh, they're able to put things onto the corporate tables. They're able to put stands up down in the concourses. They're able to uh, have announcements made. So we use that days very much to help them find new customers and, and to build a brand at the same time. Our hospitality is, uh, is award-winning. And therefore, most people use hospitality now to create relationships with existing or new customers. And it's a great environment in which that's happened. We're very successful at hospitality for that reason, that it's ideal for businesses to build those relationships. Um, with the charity, we can create CSR uh, programs for them. And many businesses work with us from a CSR point of view uh, to uh, enhance their reputation, but also to support the community in which they sit. And also, fifthly, um, we have a lot of them get their employees involved. Uh, They either come to watch the games or they're involved with the CSR. So we bring five benefits, really, to businesses. And not all of them want all five. Some of them just want brand or some of them just want to find new customers. And we work with them because of our uh, extensive databases, our social media, our TV coverage, blah, blah, blah. We're able to fulfill those needs awesome so once again is that just speaking pick up the phone speak again to the corporate it, yes team, it's just speak, speaking to the corporate team and saying you know can we come and have a coffee and a chat and what we do is very much try to understand what the business is about and what its needs are and then to um if we can give outcomes of how we can help them achieve that yeah uh, and it's it's very much from uh a might be an 800 pound match ball sponsorship up to uh, much more, um, but the the more you go to, you know, we have a fantastic uh, shirt sponsor, Stellrad, and uh, you know, there's, it's there's anything in between. Yeah, I think one thing that I've picked up from listening to you is it's not a case of thank you for your money, enjoy your uh, enjoy your time. You want to support these businesses, far and, from it, and yeah. work work with them as a partnership rather than just. Yeah. Yeah. We have a service to come and watch the rugby, and that—that's the end of it. Far from we want your money because it, that just wouldn't work as a model. Um, it'll work short term, but longer term it won't work for us. And we—we we want to build relationships with as wide a range of businesses as possible, and to retain those relationships in a positive fashion. Therefore, um, that's why we we work very hard to understand the needs of the business and see if we can fulfil those needs. Awesome, that's great. Once again, thank you for your time, pleasure. John, and uh, it's been great speaking to you and seeing the facilities. It's a pleasure. Thank you. So, that's another episode complete and the end of a busy week of shows, to be honest. Thanks to John for taking his time to talk to me in this week's second sports special bonus edition. It's quite, quite a mouthful, that one. As mentioned by John, the first home game of the season for the Falcons is on the 29th of September with a 3pm kickoff. Let's get along to Kingston Park and support the lads. With regards to the Evolving Accounting episodes, 
we'll be back again with our normal weekly episodes on Wednesday when we are talking crowdfunding. Until then, take care and speak soon. Thanks for listening to The Evolving Accountant. You can find out more and get show notes for this and all our other episodes at theevolvingaccountant.co.uk.